0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Central Ohio Sheriff's Deputy who fatally shot Casey Goodson Jr. in the back five times has been charged with murder and reckless homicide. Now retired Franklin County Sheriff's Deputy Jason Meade, who was white, was charged today. He shot Goodson, who was black, last December in an encounter that is still largely unexplained and involved no body camera or dash cam footage. Meade's attorney previously said the coroner's report that found Goodson was shot five times in the back has no bearing on the events. That case remains under investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office. The family of Casey Goodson Jr. has filed a civil rights and wrongful death lawsuit in connection with Goodson's shooting. Kevin Landers has more. Several members of the Goodson family gathered to express their joy in regards to the grand jury's decision to charge Jason Meade with murder. Goodson's mother said when she heard the news, her first words were, we got him. This was an amazing investigation done by the, the DOJ. This was um, hours put in. Jason Meade will be held accountable, and Casey's death... And that accountability will lead to justice for others. That federal civil rights lawsuit claims that Meade used excessive force that caused the wrongful death of Casey Goodson. Reporting near downtown, Kevin Landers. Yesterday, the Ohio Department of Health reported its highest one-day COVID-19 case total in nearly three months. More from Andrew Kinsey. We saw a slightly higher number on Black Friday, but that was because it was a two-day total since no numbers were released on Thanksgiving. Our moving average shows that we are now averaging 6,000 new cases a day, but that is still increasing. And looking at daily hospitalizations, they're increasing since the beginning of the year. And our moving average for new admissions is higher now than our previous Delta wave. And the last time we saw this high of an average was last winter. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Hospitals in northwest Ohio continue to be overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients, Madeline Watkins explains. Dr. Brian Kaminski with ProMedica is calling this a serious situation. Right now, we have some of the highest number of admits and ICU bed use than we've had, you know, even when we had that spike up, you know, a, a month or two ago. About one in every six patients in the hospital have COVID-19. And a majority of the people walking through emergency room doors are also COVID patients. The president of Wood County Hospital, Dr. Stan Korducky, says their beds are quickly filling up too. Madeline Watkins in East Toledo. The organization representing Ohio's hospitals say that vaccinations and booster shots are the best way to maintain medical services for all, especially as they struggle to maintain enough staff to care for patients. More from Lindsay Mills. According to the Ohio Hospital Association, one in four patients in Ohio's intensive care unit is there because of COVID complications. John Palmer, the spokesman for the Ohio Hospital Association, says that strain on hospitals means you could start to see some changes again. Visitation policies will be reinstituted. You could see services being impacted with surgeries being rescheduled or being delayed. He also says that the number of daily increases we're now seeing are not manageable if the trend continues, and that could create challenges for serving other health care needs. In Columbus, Lindsay Mills. The directors of the state aging and health departments have appointed a joint medical director with a charge of helping lead the state's coronavirus pandemic response. Dr. John Wygand has served most recently as medical director of an aging department rapid response program targeting pandemic-related care for nursing home residents and a health department COVID-19 testing program. Wygand, a physician for nearly three decades, earned his medical degree from the University of Cincinnati. His appointment was announced Tuesday. A Cincinnati City Council member accused of felony tampering with records for allegedly deleting text messages related to an ongoing investigation has pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor charge of obstructing official business. Wendell Young was fined $100. He declined to comment during or after yesterday's hearing. A Hamilton County grand jury had indicted Young in April and his trial was scheduled to begin on Monday. The 76-year-old Democrat could have faced up to three years in prison if convicted on that count. The charge stemmed from an investigation related to Mayor John Cranley's efforts to fire then-City Manager Harry Black in March 2018. The remains of a sailor from Northeast Ohio who died nearly 80 years ago during a Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor have been identified. Dave James reports. The Defense Department says Navy Seaman First Class Buford Dyer of Barberton near Akron was 19 when he died in 1941. He was among the 429 who died on the battleship USS Oklahoma, which sustained multiple torpedo hits and quickly capsized during the air raid. Dyer's remains were identified through DNA testing. He'll be buried on April 11th in the National Cemetery in Seville, just to the west of Barberton. Dave James, I went in news. Authorities in Michigan say no one will be charged in connection with the death of a late Ohio hockey player earlier this year. More from Yolanda Harris. Prosecutors revealed they will not pursue charges in the accidental death of Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kivlenics. Kivlenics died on July 4th at the Michigan home of goaltending coach Manny Legacy. A mortar blast to his chest from a faulty firework explosion was to blame. I'm Yolanda Harris. With another coronavirus variant to worry about, doctors in Cleveland are weighing in on whether holiday travel is safe for vaccinated people. Will Uick has the story doctors from the cleveland clinic and metro health say you should take stock of your personal risk but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to stay home to stay safe i don't think that travel inherently is risky because at the airports everybody's wearing a mask you know ideally on the airplane people are wearing a mask or if you're driving it's all about the activities that you do when you're at your destination traveling in itself if you are up to speed on your immunity it's going to be pretty low risk. We know the ventilation on airplanes has been excellent. I'm Will Uick. And Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud received a trifecta of awards yesterday. Dom DeBerry reports. Stroud has been named the Big Ten's Offensive Player of the Year, the Quarterback of the Year, the Freshman of the Year. He becomes the first Big Ten player ever to win all three awards in the same year. Stroud was the engine behind this Ohio State offense that is currently ranked number one in the nation. In total, 12 Buckeyes honored by the Big Ten for their offensive play, including four Buckeyes have made first team All Big Ten in CJ Stroud, receiver Chris Olave, and offensive lineman Nicholas Petit Ferrer and Thayer Munford. I'm Dom Taberi reporting.